Game Design Podcast from Polygon and the Box Media Podcast Network. I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. Oh, you made it sound like you were correcting my name with your... No, 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 Griffin. I'm Nick Robinson. Oh, this whole time I've been calling you Thick Robinson. I get that a lot. Uh, how was your week? Oh, the timeless podcast intro <laughs> segment. Mm-hmm. My week, dude. I've been... I somehow ended up i have i have a new phone it's the samsung galaxy s8 plus it's real big and it oh you fits got the in my, plus yeah bud i i got the plus because i wanted more screen dimension size for who knows what the fuck Fucking and so twitter and the dolphin emulator i don't even get three frames you, a second you know i don't even have twitter on my phone i took mm. that shit off like a year and a half ago and i will never go back um but i do want things to do on my bit it's a fucking sexy little phone you like that that display gorgeous oh my god i love it so much and so i want things to do on it more and so what i've been doing is just texting Mm. and so i ended up on this text chain with my buds here in austin and the deal is every day you have to text each other 100 and that means that you have done a hundred push-ups. Oh, I thought it was just like like a hundred as in i'm a hundred as in like you're checking in to tell them that you're still alive after another day of uh doing whatever you do i'm still very real because it also works in that way too right like just a check-in system with friends it's a check-in system let them know you're not just alive you're arguably more alive than you were Mm -hmm. earlier because of all the times that you made your body go up and down using nothing but your arm strength i have not done a push-up i don't know how i ended up on this chain this ain't me this uh, you know me listeners that ain't me i haven't done a push-up since middle school and so my whole every atom of my body is screaming in anguish. Yeah, when we were setting up, I was I could kind of hear you kind of fumbling around and I it's almost sounded like you were using your feet or your toes to kind of control your it's whole like podcast setup. My jaw is tight. When I go to swallow water, it's difficult. It hurts. Because because of the 100 push-ups I've done Here's today. The thing about that, 100 is a huge number of push-ups. Not in a day it isn't. No, I busted. I busted oh, is that out. The, in, is that the metric? A hundred per day? Yeah. So I busted out. Usually I'll do four twenty-five push-up reps. Is what mm. we call it in the workout industry. Me and Dolvet got together and he talked me through some of the terminology. I need to know now that I'm a fucking workout head. And so I do that, and 25 push-ups takes like 45 seconds to do. It's not very much working out, really, if you put your <laughs> mind to it. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's, I think, what makes me feel the worst about my, just my my blunderland of a body. It's just, it's just, it hurts everywhere, just everywhere. Maybe that'll fade though, you know, and you'll just get more and more I think muscly. That's why people, I think that's why people do it, right? But like, you do push-ups so that the next time you do push-ups, it doesn't hurt quite as bad. Which is a fun kind of like self-fulfilling. It's an or, it's a it's a workout or a burst. Another way to not make it hurt as bad is to not do any push-ups. Just not have to do them. Yeah, dang. I ordered running shoes from Amazon. For your push-ups? Do you put them over your hands and then... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's rough putting my hands right on the floor. And I tried wearing my show choir gloves, but I didn't get the fucking traction that That I need to lift to haul my enormous arms yeah, you get up a off gel insole in there that's a better push-up experience. i need dr shoals for my palms and fingers for my horrible body a lot of people when i released a television show last year told me that i was thick with two c's and it took me a while to unpack that <laughs> to kind of look at you so you had to kind of go down the rabbit hole of the uh, etymology of that you had to call up miriam yeah, like i had to like figure out what it meant and i think there's some sexual ramifications for it which mm-hmm. like all right um I just wasn't, I, I, it was like my, by appearing on a television show, I was giving people carte blanche to tell me what they thought about my form, which mm. had never really happened before. Um, and so I, I just, I don't know, man. I need my Shoals gloves. I gotta get those Shoals I'm gloves. I'm hoping when we get together at E3 time, if you don't have the ability to just punch straight through a wall, I will consider this whole experiment a failure. Yeah, I mean, that's why people also do push-ups is for wall being able to destroy a wall. That's why the mm-hmm. Property Brothers do so many fucking push-ups. Is that they can just like full-blown rhino charge through a wall. I know. I wonder why they like, don't show that in the show because it would be such compelling TV for them to just juggernaut through every surface when they're the redoing third, The third Property Brother that you don't see much, he's fucking yoked. He's like, he's fucking, it's bananas. 
how how ripped this this dude is. Um, it's they don't they, he's not on the show all the time because no. he's actually it's difficult to capture with one camera because of how just like beefy they need to like there's a few episodes a season that they block out where they get like an imax (laughs) camera Mm -hmm. just to fit that third property brother in there with his hulking body he looks he well i guess he's not his body his body is 18 by uh, 18.5 by 9 which is why i got the galaxy s8 (laughs) plus phone so i can see the third property brother on my phone in all his glory he's he's a big just rectangular muscled he looks like uh, strong mad (laughs) i mean he looks like uh, the end of Akira. Um, do you want to design some video games with me? I'd love to design some, bud. Okay. Um, what do you think of this one from Byzantine Steve, who says, "Of course they're real flamingos. Operate and run a zoo despite having no real animals." We, it's it could be called "We bought a zoo." We 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 quotation marks bought, bought a quotation a marks quotation zoo. Mark zoo. <laughs> I'm picturing a situation of like. You're underneath this fake zoo, and it, there's sort of an animatronic, like, mm. uh, Chuck E. Cheese vibe to the whole okay, affair. I, I think by level 10, there's an animatronic vibe. I think before that, oh, it it's is manual. A, a few exhibits, and I think you are controlling them, like that one scene in Home Alone, where he puts the fucking, like, mom cutout, or the fucking, like, Michael Jordan cutout yeah. on, like, a Roomba, or whatever the 1990 equivalent of a Roomba is. Exactly. No, I'm imagining, like, it's it's sort of, because at first, the park's not gonna have a lot of visitors, and so you actually have the freedom of, like, okay, we've got, like, one family of four walking around in this zone. I've gotta run over and start, like, me, like puppeteering these these horses. I guess don't, they don't have horses at the zoo, do they? No, that's a farm. That's what I was thinking of as a farm. Okay, what's a zoo animal? Uh, cheetah. Okay, there's a, you gotta oh. go to the cheat. Well, that sounds dangerous, though. Do they really do that? Yeah. How about just like a uh, what's a regular? Uh, just give me a normal zoo animal. Yeah, two dogs. Okay, just a pair of dogs, like in the dog exhibit. Mm. I don't think I've been to the zoo. You've never been to a zoo? I don't know. I'm sure I, I must have been to a zoo, right? Sometimes Is- I look at sometimes I look at your life, Nick, mm-hmm. and I think like that's a cool. You're living a cool life. I think pretty objectively, you can look at your life and say like, you know. You go to Coachella. I don't know anybody else, I think, that goes to Coachella. That's a pretty cool life. But I think mm-hmm. there's this weird trade-off that you've done where, like, you live this life where you buy big Cheetos and uh, set off these multimedia zeitgeists over those Cheetos. Yeah. But as a trade-off, you've never been to the zoo and you've never seen a movie with John Candy yet. I mean, the cuts have to come from somewhere. <laughs> it's, it's, you can't, yeah, God doesn't give with both hands. He doesn't let you go to Coachella and see a John Candy movie. I've been to, is the Animal Kingdom a zoo? Yeah, I mean they got animals there. Okay. I think, um, but it's not the traditional zoo experience. Gotcha. So it's not. I Fucking, mean, it's not a vanilla zoo. That's why I'm struggling so much with the zoo animals. Would they do like? Would they do a bird at a zoo? <laughs> How would they do that? The bird could just fly oh, away. It could fly ding, out ding. or get. Th- okay. Yeah. Do they? They probably don't do a snake at a zoo because it could just go through the bars, right? So that's not very good. That's not in it. Yeah, um, fish. Man, I mean, what, what are they? Get, what are they going to do? Just like have a big pool of water in the ground and it's just like a swimming pool with fish in it yeah then they then people can take them out and that wouldn't be any good for anyone i'm it seems like zoos actually have just based on this conversation i'm starting they to don't the really sense, exist yeah. yeah they don't exist because like every animal has a fucking superpower that lets it get out of the zoo i've been to a few zoos mm-hmm. and there is a wide variation in the zoos like zoo to zoo, the, the quality there's so much different. I used to go to the Cincinnati Zoo, and it was it was pretty sick. And then I used to go to the Columbus. I think has a zoo that I don't really remember. Hmm. St. Louis has a zoo that the first time I went to it, they like there's like a otter exhibit, and they're like, yeah, walk in this uh, building and just see the otters. And you walk in, and the otters are like right fucking there. It's like, what's up, otters? When I was in Hong Kong, there's a uh, amusement park slash zoo where you just like walk in, and you could punch a fucking uh, uh like. Uh, panda bear like right in the face like there's red pandas like hang like just you have to step over the red pandas excuse me excuse me so like zoos can be dope or they can be like you go and there's a big glass room and you don't see anything right wait actually hold on i have been to a zoo but it was one of the ones where all the animals are just the um the bones that's a oh no that's a zoozium oh (laughs) zoozium um, I love this game idea though. I like the idea. I'm obsessed with this Home Alone segment. Like starting out, I think um, there's a. I think the game. It's one of those games that's like way harder at the beginning, and then you unlock like quality of life upgrades. Totally, totally. I think you eventually like hire like a a teen to like pull the ropes that yeah. make the 
um, the flamingos move. Um, and I guess, yeah, it's because there's almost like, I think a big part of the game is there's almost like a diner dash plate spinning thing to it. Like you're trying to make the monkeys like dance for this family over here. Yes. But this family over here is like staring through the cage at the lizard exhibit. And there's question marks over their heads because they're like, why aren't these lizards moving? Are they sleeping or something? And you've got to like frantically scramble over yes. there. Yes, It's almost like. We could maybe even call it the Zoom and Show because it's almost like you're trying to trick them oh. into thinking that this is a real zoo, not unlike the plot of the movie The Truman Show, the first DVD I ever bought. Let's put a pin in this. I like it a lot. It's and really move good. on to this one from Greetings Fellow Human, who says, Me undies, but it's MII. <laughs> what do you think that is? I think, hey, what if the me's. Yeah. Dressed all sexy for you if you wanted to. I just don't, con- want, I don't connote to. sexy with undies. Like undies for me denotes a perfunctory like I'm just wearing these because I have to wear something. Undies I mean, is not a sexy word. Well, me undies is like I'm wearing them right now. They're fresh as fuck. And mm-hmm. this is not a paid advertisement for me undies. I, it's all it's all I got now. <laughs> um, and they are they are pretty they're pretty hot. And I would love a hot me. Like whenever you make your me as whenever you make any character in any game that's supposed to be you, you try to make them pretty sexy, I think, most of the time, right? Yeah, like, flattering. It's, I think there's a lot of, there's probably a bunch of folks who don't do it like that, but like, I would like a slightly idealized version of myself a little mm-hmm. bit. And like, so when I'm historically, when I'm making my me, and there's that meter that you, the sort of, there's a thickness meter. And I feel like I tend to kind of round up depending on the current state of my body slightly. Yeah. Because I'm like, I could um, make this a one-to-one version of my uh, my form. But I I've could, started actually being world. a little bit more like realistic with that particular. I think when that I got slider. the Wii U, I took a look at what my 3DS me was. And I was like, uh, not really. That my, isn't I, so much. <laughs> I've got kind of a reverse like issue going on where my me i've i've been using the same me since like the wii and then i transferred it to my 3ds and then i transferred that to my wii u and now i've transferred him to my switch and like i've changed a lot over the past fucking what 10 years since the wii and so like my my me doesn't really look like me anymore he's got glasses and like a very specific kind of hair thing but i've i'm so used to him like this he's become a video game character that has stayed with me for a decade now and so now when i'm playing mario kart 8 deluxe like that's my boy and that's gonna be my boy you gotta update your boy my boy from when i first had the wii had like spiky hair kinda and um black glasses which you know i only fuck with that brown tortoise shell from this Mm -hmm. point on and a goatee and he was real thin and i was like who the fuck what the fuck (laughs) goatee um but anyway we're talking a lot about our our sort of stuff yeah i want to talk about really sexy me's i think a problem is i don't want you to uh, when i first got the wii i did what like i think everybody did mm-hmm. when they first got the wii which is like i recreated literally everybody i've ever known yeah just so like when i played those games it'd be like oh there's like them. yeah there's like denise from down the street I, I like i'm not really friends with denise but like I, there's not much else to do but now she's the... cheering for me when i'm playing ping pong in, in wii yes, sports exactly. resort or wii... and I... was that we play um, the ping pong which, one was we ping play. pong was in Wii Sports Resort, but I think it may have been in me we play too. Um, but I I don't want you to be able to put underwear on your friends because it feels like a breach of trust. Yeah. So I take all this back. I think this is just a setting for Mitomo where you can. There probably was underwear in Mitomo. You can opt into being. There was definitely a while in in Mitomo during the four and a half days that that game was relevant. Where there was like probably a three hour period on the Wednesday that we were playing Mitomo, where I had my my du- my homie wanted run around with no pants and like a big shirt and cat ears on. I think. Let See, me, that's hey Griffin, sexy. Let's open oh, Mitomo. Dude, let's open up Mitomo, dude. <laughs> well, wait, I have the Samsung Galaxy S8 Plus. <laughs> oh shit. My Mitomo's been my Mitomo's been killed. Fuck. I I gave Rachel my old phone, and so my I guess my Mitomos. I can text her real quick and see if she still has my Mitomo. One time, um, there was a I, I was playing that game, and there was a Nick that popped in, and so I did like a uh, dumb, stupid, foul joke. It was something like, um, what what would you do if you found out like I had a baby or something like that? And so I thought it was you. And so, like, I commented something, like, stupid about you having a baby, but then it turned out that it was a different Nick that actually does have a baby, and my message in that light was pretty horrible, and so I sent them, like, a Twitter DM, like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I thought you were a different Nick. That's, that was awful. My, so my me right now, 
What's is he, wearing what's pink doing? boxers and oh fuck okay and a he's wearing me undies literally and then he's also wearing a let me click on him yeah I'm wearing so my me is wearing pink boxers or maybe they're swimming trunks it's hard to tell they might be really tiny swimming trunks nice uh, dude slow down and and he's wearing a green shirt with uh Cali from Splatoon on it okay a lot of choices you've made he looks good though. He looks he looks good. Um Is there Mies on Switch? There, there isn't. Are, aren't, sorry, hold on. I sorry, quick correction. Cool Games Inc. Uh I, I would like to say really quickly, is actually a shirt with Marie from Splatoon, not Callie. Oh, okay. okay uh, cool okay, Games okay. Inc. regrets the error. Um yeah, there are Mies on we're Switch. We're going to take step we're gonna take steps in the future to make sure this the the correct amount of editorial oversight happens. Yeah. To address these issues before they happen. Um I'll tell you so yeah, there are Mies on the Switch, but they're like it's buried in a weird menu where, like, there's a me maker, but it's this extremely sterile, shitty experience, and like, oh boy, no music. Fucking, you can't pick your favorite color or birthday anymore. It's like they, they really took just everything nice out of it. I'm gonna go. You know to what your... I, I, you know what I liked was um, PlayStation Home. Making my mm-hmm. avatar in there was a good experience. Let me click on Griffin. One time, I spent ten dollars on an apartment in PlayStation Home. Griffin, you're about to tell me what your favorite type of bread is. Please remove your shoes. My favorite type of bread is definitely old hard subway mistakes. Hard subway mistakes? Yeah, old hard subway mistakes. Let's do two more. When asked that blooming flowers question to apparently find out how many people I'm going to go out with in my life, I said 100 million. Oh, boy. Wow, that's a lot. It is. This is there's a kind of a lot of interesting... Want to take a look at an image I added to the me photo log earlier? Sure. Oh, you didn't really. There was no prompt. Oh, it's a fucking really, really, really up close uh, picture of your me's face, and it says "Behold" underneath it. Okay, that's not, man. I missed this game. I yeah, oh, it on my Samsung Galaxy S8. Do they have it on that? Probably not. You guys, um, are, I'm pretty sure you like Super Mario Run just came out on Android like a week ago, so maybe Mitomo's coming. I'll have to make sure I get that. Um. How about a new suggestion? Sure. Um, I have a few saved right here. Um, what do you think of uh, this one from Ensor J, who says, an adventure game where you play as the fifth dentist who doesn't recommend Trident, and you have to convince people why it literally no- does nothing for you. <laughs> I love this idea of like this network-style scene. Like, no! I refuse. I don't, I don't care what 80% of my contemporaries say. Well, honestly, I mean, I, I kind of feel like I've always been a little skeptical of the whole four out of five dentists agree, use Trident or whatever. That's thing not a it, great hit rate, really, Because well, I, I just it. I guess I feel like, there. yeah, first of all, 80% is like, that's like a fucking C minus on, on the North American grade scale. But also, like, I, I almost feel like when they're doing these quote unquote surveys, they're just walking up to a dentist on the street and being like, Hey, you want you want a piece of gum? And then the dentist says yes, and they just check off a little check mark on their their yeah. board, and then run off, and that that counts as recommending Trident to them. I think this is going to be dangerous, right? Like I could see this turning into a sort of um, deja vu flashback situation. You're going to be pursued mm-hmm. if you if you're the one who's like, no, fuck your shitty gum. Then try the Trident hunters tricorp. are going to come the tricorp's going to come for you yeah in the night and you got to be ready and then you have to use your floss to trip them up you got to mm-hmm. use your toothbrush to make bubble bubbles that they run into and they can't see because of all the bubbles right a lot of dentists ba- you could rip their fucking teeth out of their head that well maybe we don't do that one but i think you could there could be a fun weapon of like you know that little water pick that they shoot in your mouth shoots a little beam of water really hard to clean yeah. your teeth you could just blast someone right in the eye right in the eye destroy their eye blow it up dude <laughs> blow their eye right up fuck yeah i love this violent dentist game because there's this almost violent like, dentist platformer it's very like i want there to be a sense that you're never safe like yeah. you're walking around and at any point there could be tricorp agents around the corner ready to jump you what if you use your drill and you could do like like wild executions and it would be like fucking like so this game is edgy like, as hell dude this game is running on the manhunt edge and like it's just like all, all every game that's ever been made is just like little plumber running around in flowers right jumping around and swimming and playing with his big colorful buddies and i would like to for once 
make a game that's just a bit darker and a bit more irreverent, I guess. And like, they've never made a South Park game. So like, I would love to capitalize on some of that South Park Get a humor little a little bit, in there. I guess. And just like, if it was just really, really like farts and like blood. Vi- like blood. blood. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. It's like a, a de- dentist, like a Trident themed, possibly Trident sponsored successor like to that really uh, edgy game, like Chex Quest. You remember the the Punisher game on the original Xbox? Fuck yeah, man. I want to hit that level of uh of violence. It's just there's never been a game like this. I know. I think it's time. That's spoken to my my dark sensibilities. Gamers are getting older. They're getting older and I think they're ready to handle something. I think gamers are ready for a gun in a game. <laughs> I think it's time. It's 2017. Give the dentist a gun. And then you could do something like when you kill someone, you'd be like, eat my nuts. Mm-hmm. And fuck, dude. I want this game because like, um, how about uh, how about this one? This one's really good. It's from PH Squid, who says, A proximity-based jousting app has to be open and running all the time so that whenever you pass by another player by walking, biking, or riding, driving next to or past them, you enter into a joust with them. Jousts are determined by player stats, speed, and trajectory. Win jousts or pay into microtransactions to gain gold and favor in order to improve your equipment and fare better in the next joust. Hmm. This is good. This it's is good. good, but I it think would... I want there to be a more physical Johann Sebastian vibe to this. Of like, I want to, I want to so charge they did, into it. They did make this game. They made it. They made a knockoff Johann Sebastian Joust with your phones, which like I don't. I think it may have been taken off the App Store because it's essentially slapped the fucking six hundred dollar tiny computer out of your friend's hands to the concrete. Right. Um. Uh, there was also that game where you had to like throw your phone up into the air and catch it, and yeah. you got points based on how high you threw it, which is um, I, I bad, but also the Great. dopest fucking thing ever. Um, here's my here's my question: How come my shit when I was a kid was Gigapet? Because it was like a Tamagotchi that you took, but it mm-hmm. had that little port at the top that you could plug into somebody else's Gigapet and make fight and. Obviously, there's shit like Pokemon or whatever, but I feel like there's not really a equivalent to that on mobile mobile platforms. Like a game where you just have like a little a little hero or whatever that you like train up at home or whatever, and then you go on these one on one fights with against other players to rank up. Yeah, that idea is so a, appealing. I, I don't know what happened right, I had to a, it. I had a game. It's a very very broad idea, and it could be anything. It could be like you have a little boxer. You train up at home, and then you get in, like, little ready-to-rumble style matches with folks. Or it could be, like, you have a little, you know, knight or whatever that you do fights with. But, like, I feel like this isn't even, like, a genre, and it's not, like, a specific game. As much as it's just, like, a broad idea of, like, sim, sim- like simulation raising and training something, and then... uh Bat- battling against other like actual real people and not some bullshit asynchronous shit but like actual face-to-face real-time fighting yeah real-time fighting i don't get why that's never I- i'm sure there's games like that but there hasn't been a phenomenon a phenomenon there hasn't been a breakout which is which is wild like that to me that seems like such an appealing cool. obvious hit i you know I, I, the closest like nothing like that man it's tough because i want that to exist so bad and like the only thing i found that even comes close and it's not but it's it's the only thing that's evoked that feeling for me is like when I was like a, a week or so ago, I was hanging out with like a, a a friend of mine, and I found out we both play Clash Royale. And the fact that we could both whip out our phones and like do a ba- it was like we were in a fucking yeah. TV commercial because we both whipped out our phones and like did a match and got to talk about each other's like deck and strategy and stuff. And I was like, man, that feeling is fucking cool. Of like you bump into like a stranger or something, and then you could you have the ability to kind of bond over this game i miss that i don't know what's i don't even, i don't even think it would have to be like a very sophisticated game like no. it'd be a fucking idle game where you just tap your shit to train and then when you fight somebody it's just i i feel like i had a game on my calculator like this right like we're, i'm not kidding like i really did have a game on my calculator and then you did like a fight with somebody based on how you had trained up your 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 guy during algebra or whatever um but there, I f- there's not, there isn't, there isn't something like this, no. and that's really, really weird to me. I f- you know what? I think that's what I, I think this is kind of what I wanted Amiibos to be. Yeah. Um, and I think there's the very bring it over to your limited. friend's house component has been like kind of downplayed a lot. It's, it's not just that. It's this idea of I've got a little guy here, 
or and and I train them up to be like my specific thing. And then whenever I show up to somebody's house, I put down my I put down this this character that I've made and worked on and trained, and then they're gonna fight it out against whatever you've brought to the table. Like there's this there's this ownership of like custom customization that really like pops there that I don't think. And I'm not saying obviously like shit like obviously there's infinite games kind of like this like I, you said Clash Royale I guess is a good example like but like that's like, only in terms my, of like my local multiplayer I want like the feeling of like meeting up with you and then getting to see like oh look at this cool character Griffin made he put a little hat on his yeah you want to find his Giga Dog some something like this you take this to PAX like holy shit I was about to say like I think the maybe the closest relative to this is Street Pass and even that is like none of those mini games had a super awesome customization thing and it's not like local multiplayer in person like you get back to your hotel room open your ds and you're like oh i walked past somebody who made a cool plant in this plant yeah. growing game and that's not, not that ain't it. nobody's captured that feeling yet which is weird because um, we all have amazing computers in our pockets. We all have these incredible computers that talk to each other constantly yeah. and so like this this jousting game is kind of neat right this idea of you walk by somebody you get a ping and then it could either be like how you've trained up your knight or whatever maybe the joust just goes and whoever has the better number like does it or you could literally run past each other very fast yeah and the accelerometer like determines like how good you do that's in the that's joust. way more exciting to me though than like this this concept of leveling up and having higher stats because that kind of trivializes like the the playing field's not that even right like i want something where there is a a heavy skill-based component also, think, I'll admit that the first time you read this idea, I was thinking joust like the arcade game at where you, you're oh, kind of bud. on a big ostrich and you got it. No, no, no. Which could be fun, too, in its own way, which though. Which could like, also be good. It's a very good game. Whoever holds their phone higher in the air. I just like, I, 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 there's a core to this. And it is, it is this Gigapet, Tamagotchi, Nintendogs um, thing, this, this, this idea of like caretaking and raising a thing. Mm-hmm that you are sort of in charge of the development of a single thing, right? I don't think Pokemon is the same idea because Pokemon is about like collecting a whole bunch of things and not getting especially, unless you're like a pro level player or whatever, like especially granular with how you take care of this one specific thing. Like having this one thing that you have ownership of and have customized and is totally and completely yours and then saying, all right, let's see what you did. And then maybe they battle, maybe they mate, whatever. Maybe that's the twist, though. Maybe we make Gigapets. I know this is, like, so not the original submission. I mean, they made a, they've made a billion Tamagotchi games for iPhone, right? But you don't really not the hear same, about them. not the same, though. Yeah. I, someone's got someone's to figure this out. Gigapets was dope. I, remember, I, would, I would fucking clean up the poop of my virtual guy so much because I knew at the playground the next day there were, like, four or five other kids that had Gigapets I would have to, like, face off against and mm-hmm. see, like, we. It, it's a way of, like, keeping each other accountable and saying, like, oh, have you been training your Gigapet? Let's see. Mm-hmm. It's really the texting your friends the 100 emoji to do push-ups of its heyday. It's exactly right? that, yeah. I live in fear of a time where I'm going to be hanging out with all of them, and they'll be like, let's do them all together right now, and they'll all do 100 push-ups in front of me, and I'll be like, I can do maybe 31. Yeah, let's but then I'll these do, out. But then I'll die completely. Hey, Jabronis, guess, uh, guess what we do on this podcast? <laughs> guess what we do on this podcast now? <laughs> um, somebody gave us money to talk about their thing, and I know, f- fucking, we get it, y'all. Like, we're all playing Persona right now. We're all just keyed into this, like, not being corpo sellouts. Mm-hmm. Um, but we... I guess legally have to. I what what's the legal I think situation? Once you get Nick? to fifty episodes into a podcast, you either need to start running ads or stop making podcasts. That's right. the law. So we're just gonna do this one real quick, Jabronis. And um, it's, why do you keep calling them that? I don't. It's just is what they. It's I call a duck a duck. Okay. Um, it's GameFly this time. All right. GameFly GameFly did us right, and they gave us money. And I've used I used to use GameFly um, a whole bunch. The last one I got was Zoo Tycoon, and I might shh, 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 don't tell our sponsor. I might still have it. I think. <laughs> it, well, it's funny you say that because I'm looking at my entire GameFly rental history here, which dates back to mm, uh, August 2004 when I was a 14 year old boy. Oh my God, 14 year old Nick! What were his proclivities? So I've got the full list here, and there's I want oh I want your God. input on how we tackle this because I like I went all the way to the very first page of rentals, 
Dude. Um, I can tell you what I opened with. I can just do highlights. What was the first game? Yeah, because I think we may have more Gamefly love in the future, so let's not waste this this golden opportunity. But just give me some some sweet, sweet uh, 14-year-old Nick highlights. You let me uh, paint paint the scene. You were... um, in the middle of a large Cheeto buying spree. Yeah, this was about a year before I got that Cheeto. <laughs> um, you were an active commenter on the G4 message board. I was, and I started up Gamefly, and I was like, man, you know what game I really want to play but don't want to pay the full MSRP on? It was Spider-Man 2 for the Xbox, which is a great game. Hey, good. It's yeah, really fucking good, good call. I thought this was going to be like a funny bad one. Well, I mean, yeah, it, there's some other ones on this list that are like... "Give me, Yeah, give me a bad one. The Sims busting out on Xbox? Well, that wasn't that bad, though. It wasn't that good. God, some of these, literally, some of these ones on the first page of results, like, changed my life. Like, Dance Dance Revolution Extreme on the PS2. Like, Damn, Gamefly. Thank you for the nick we have and know now. Yeah, me as a person today was really crafted by me renting Zookeeper for DS and Luminous oh, Puzzle sh- Fusion for PSP. Wow, those are fucking great. Those are um, good games. So, Gamefly, let me tell you about Gamefly real quick. They got over 9,000 games to choose from. Um, you rent them, you try them out before you buy them, hey, keep them as long as you want. What's up? Oh, you find a, nu- a, a golden nugget? Uh, remember like over 9,000 like is, uh, oh, him! like a from... Dragon Ball. Yeah, dude, uh, Trigun. It's the guy from Sailor Moon Z and he does the, it's a funny joke to yell it. They do movies also. Oh, I, Griffin, here's the thing. I know that already because apparently... Uh, in oh, July f- of 2005, I rented Please a copy. Tell me you rented a UMD. I rented a copy of House of Flying Daggers on UMD. For- oh, <laughs> so I had God. Gamefly mail me them. A- okay, don't do any more. Don't do any more. Save us. I'll save, save us. I'll save some em. sweet uh, droplets. Uh, go to gamefly.com/cgi and you can start a free premium 30-day trial today. It'll let you check out two games or movies at a time. Uh, and you can only get this offer by visiting gamefly.com slash CGI. So go and get some get some games and try them out for free for 30, 30 days. You're going to like it. I wonder if they still have House of Flying Daggers on UMD. On UMD? No. I think a demon like broke through the mantle and crust of the earth and like devoured all of the UMDs overnight. They, yeah, a demon just fully Bernstein bears UMDs out of our reality. <laughs> I used to have a UMD of uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico that I, I'm pretty sure that demon et up here's an idea from constable jones if it's a constable if it's a constable jones joint i know it's gonna be good yeah uh the idea is you are a party clown who must entertain children while stealing their parents valuables um i like this i like a game that is a stealth game until it absolutely isn't right you cannot be a stealth clown because they have a word for that and it's a criminal a stealth clown yeah, I mean, you when a clown when a clown is out and about doing their craft, I think if they are very loud, if 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 I open the door and there's a clown in my front yard and he's honking a big horn and he's dancing around all silly and yelling, then it's like, look at this jackass! I love this 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 silly clown. Um, but if I open the door and the clown is just barely behind a tree, I'm like, fuck, nope, yeah, bye. It really, it's funny what a small percentage of a clown needs to be obscured by something for it to immediately be scary. Yeah, I need you to be. I need you to make yourself big, fully you visible, well lit, fully visible. Very Any, big. I honestly think like time of day matter. And if I'm not really interested in seeing a clown after 4 p.m., like once the sun has started to sort of fall in the sky slightly, it the the scariness starts ratcheting up exponentially. Um, I don't want to get too hot topic about this because I'm not natively afraid of of clowns, and frankly, I think pretty much oh 100 percent of the like videos of like clowns coming out of person's car from the woods are defo bullshit. Yeah. Um, no, uh, this this is not a let me be clear. This is not a murder clown. This is a more of a heist clown who like he inflates an animal balloon for the child and if you look closely when he inflated that balloon, like maybe a nice vase on the shelf behind him kind of disappeared. You know, you're yeah. It's like to- I made you, I made you a helmet out of balloons and you pull it down and it covers the child's eyes. Mm-hmm. And in that one second window. You can like knock steal his iPod, knock dad's watch into your giant clown pockets. Mm-hmm. I lo- now that this this actually appeals to me quite a bit. This idea of kind of a like a, a not a not a murder clown, and I can't say that enough, but a a clown heist. Yeah, yeah, a clown heist. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, a clown heist. I think there's lots of different options. Maybe. Um, maybe you I mean, you can fucking hit everybody with a big pie. 
And it's going to take them a while to clean off. That'll obscure their vision, yeah. You hit them with a pie, and then they fucking wipe it off, and their fucking plasma screen TV's gone. <laughs> well, that's the, well there's, a, there's a level of subtlety, though. Like, this whole thing is about distraction and about sleight of hand. And I think maybe you want to start stealing smaller items earlier because the, the the bigger the bigger the the bigger the pull the the higher chance you'll get caught you know what i mean well i mean i think if you're a clown you hit somebody in the face with a pie and they wipe the pie off and the tv's gone they'll be like did you steal my tv and be like can you prove i stole your tv i don't think <laughs> so i also love the idea of us using clown logic to kind of explain game mechanics away like if you go out to your car you can just keep because you have a clown car, presumably, you can keep fitting TVs and couches and chairs in there infinitely because you have a sort of spatially uh, non-Euclidean vehicle. Um, I have a suggestion here. Mm-hmm. It's from Dr. Island who says, Scrapplebees, an Applebee's-based fighting game. Mm-hmm. Sell me on this. I think the announcer is Jason Sudeikis because he does all those commercials. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's still doing those commercials. And then the fighters are loosely based on menu items from the Applebee's menu. Oh, I don't mind this one bit. Which I loaded up thinking it would be chock full of jokes, but I'll be fucked. I don't want to go to Applebee's today and <laughs> get some of good, these huh? boneless wings. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're not the best boneless wings, but I haven't um, been counting the old calories lately, and I haven't eaten anything even um, in the boneless wings genus and so it might be nice to have a little boneless wings break. Sure. They also have double crunch bone in wings, which makes me wonder if the bone is one of the <laughs> yeah, crunches. Yeah, the first crunch is that that toasted skin. The second crunch is the bone you just ate. <laughs> but that's like a choice of honey barbecue, sw- uh, spicy sweet Asian chili, uh, classic and hot buffalo or Thai peanut sauce. It's a great deal of variety. And I think each of those sauces, I think this is a character that has five different like modes, mm. five different stances that you can kind of switch I between. I like that. Kind will. of like a shulk. Kind of like shulk. Yeah. You switch between the different power orbs. I could never figure out how to use shulk. No, I can't good. play shulk. It was good. my friend's favorite uh, uh, character, though, because you could play a shirtless shulk, which was like the funniest. Like, well, I'm Mario and you're Bowser and you're just a shirtless teen boy. Yeah, wow. A shirtless anime guy. Um, cheeseburger egg rolls is one, and that's a just like um, to me that would be sort of the road hog of yeah, the family. Oh, it's just like a very big sort of um beefy and also resilient fighter. I'm hoping this there's a, this new this new menu item. This from the new menu. It's the new Nashville hot chicken sandwich, and there's I think there's a you can just tell from the redness of the meat that there's a high spice factor here. That's a crispy fried chicken breast, spicy cayenne pepper sauce, creamy coleslaw, and pickles served on a brioche bun. Um, available for online ordering, which is interesting. Do they deliver? What's going on? Let's click this. Um, but that I just I like the idea of sort of a spicy fighter, and maybe that the way that that shows up in game is there's a sort of a poison to your attacks you know you like you can do some good spacing oh that's really good Um, and that that poison could also be one of their cocktails here it's the blue hawaiian long island iced tea mucho mm. mucho is that big um it's it's quite big and it also looks like if um a dog got just one drippy drip if a dog took a lick of the outside of this glass they would be killed instantly (laughs) do you because I'm looking at the the replies here, we've got some follow up ideas from Mr. Hygiene, who has suggests TGI fight days, and then Sam B rules, who says MMA. This is hard. It makes more sense spelled out. MM McDonald's. Um, I would rule out MM McDonald's because I feel like that's a different beast entirely. It's and a also, different type of fighting. Yeah, I think there's also been like I think McDonald's. You've had enough fucking games. It's time to let Applebee's have a chance. Um, but I, I'm into this idea of like TGI fight days can be in there. I think it's all one game, right? This like chain chain restaurant fighter. So, yeah. Do we limit it down to sort of like fast casual, like fast you could casual, get a, rest, yeah. a Red Robin in there? Red Red Robin's on the outskirts of Red Robin is the 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 day walker um, that walks the line between fast casual and where fast food. on this scale does CC's Pizza land? CC's Pizza lands in the toilet where it belongs. Have you ever um, had that cinnamon apple pizza they have? Though? I've had every menu item imaginable at CC's, including menu items in the future. I've, there was a t- period in my life that I'm not ultra proud of where I was, on I think at least two occasions, doing CC's Pizza takeout. 
Specifically because I had such a fondness. I fell so hard in love with that cinnamon apple dessert pie. There's something to it that was like, it's got a crunch and a sweetness to it that you can't really find in any other menu item at any other fast food restaurant. It ain't bad. It ain't bad. I don't want to sound hoity-toity. I'll fuck up an Applebee's right now. Hmm. Chili's has some of the best crispy chicken strips this side of the planet. Um but I think, I mean, Chili's would definitely get in there. I mean, Baby Back Ribs, that shit's hilarious, dude. Mm-hmm. We could have the fun song from the Super Bowl commercial from when I, from when we were little. Man, I'm looking at these dessert items at oh, Applebee's. Oh, yeah, wait, let me head there. These are embarrassed with drizzlins. Just, like, <laughs> crisscrossed with multiple different types of drizzlins. Sorry, I was struggling to, like, get to the dessert menu because I had to hit back because I was nested five layers deep in, like, the submenu of, like, hot chicken sandwiches, which is in sandwiches, which is in the sandwiches, tacos, and more category, you gotta go which to is the in route. entrees, which is in the lunch combo zone. Like, you can't... I need a new we, web browser because I'm so Apple. far deep in the Applebee's website. Um, I'm looking at this triple chocolate meltdown, which, like, just based on the amount of drizzlings they give you across the the entire landscape of this dessert i think that name describes sort of the state it puts you in the biological reaction because um, th- this in this example image they've the the photographer has taken a bite of it and there's actually a drizzle coming from within there's a there's subterranean a dri- there's dr- drizzle there's <laughs> internal drizzles dude it's fucking it's sick man. can i read you I their think, description I think of this, it griffin this, this fighter, I think, is a very mental fight. Like, I don't even, I don't, it's not a very physical game that, that Triple Chocolate Meltdown does. It's just like, they make you fight yourself. Just very psychic. Attacks. Yeah, it's more, the Yomi is, the Yomi is yummy. Oof. Can I read you the their official description of the Triple Chocolate Meltdown? I'm reading it now and I want to be dead, but yes. It's a magnificently moist chocolate cake and this is my favorite part. It's fudge-filled center will erupt upon first bite. Oh man! So how do we translate that to fighting game? Like maybe he he comes into the match with a full meter. I mean, we know what this Mortal Kombat X X Ray Vision uh, execution will be, and it's just going to be a big old fudgy blast. Did we make it clear? Are these are we making Gijinka like humanoid versions of these desserts and of these treats, or are are you just plated versions of the entrees? I mean, otherwise, it's just going to look like a piece of chocolate cake thrown very forcefully at a spicy chicken sandwich. Which, which, don't get me wrong, that's good. Yeah, there's something to that. (laughs) There's that old apocryphal story of how like chocolate chip cookies were invented when a baker accidentally spilled her her semi-sweet chocolate morsels into a bowl of sugar cookies i'm imagining maybe this game at the end of the match like when you get that little victory pose it also comes up with like a by the way here's what we would call it if you combined the triple chocolate meltdown and the spicy nantucket nashville chicken and cheese uh snacker i watched a netflix of um this movie because i was like feeling kind of like I think I was home alone and I was feeling like kind of fun and like like I like I wanted something like kid like kid like uh-huh. like something that like made me go back to my childhood. And so I was looking at animated features. I found a movie. I don't remember the exact name of it, but I think it was called Rude Food. <laughs> and this movie was based on the premise of a hot dog looks a, a heck of a lot like a penis, huh? Oh, I'm familiar with the film. You're talking about Rude Food. Yeah, Rude Food and, by Adam Sandler. And so I would love to get some of because again, like I'd hate to keep beating this drum, beating this dead drum, but I feel like nobody's really made a game for adults yet. Mm, you're talking, so you're okay. This, I mean, this all, movie. The, all the games are just like running around in the sunlight and getting coins and beans and seeds and stuff. But like, I would love one with like a like, uh, and it's gonna get PG thirteen here. Yeah, sassy like, PG thirteen, like penis jokes. Okay. About a hot dog. Obviously, we couldn't show it's a penis. It's video games. Right. So, okay. So, let me just back up because I'm having trouble wrapping my head around this movie you're describing. You're saying this is an animated picture. Yeah, animated animated like Beauty and the Beast. So, it's for kids then. You you think that, but then it's like, um, I forget the actor, but he's a really gruff voice. Adam Sandler. Must have been. And it like, word one of the movie is like, they talk about like, um... And this may be this might be our like we may, can we you know who to email at Vox about um to make sure that this podcast is okay to yeah go I'm gonna email no cussing at voxmedia.com okay. but they talk about like fellatio oh, jeez Louise dude and so like 
And so, like, I, it's, they don't, they should, they sure don't do that in my Aristocats. That just seems like, honestly, sorry, I, that just seems inappropriate for a children's movie to even do that. Because if it's an animated picture, why are they doing it? It's not in, res- in, in neither Rescuers or Rescuers Down Under. Yeah, or Rescue much. Rangers. Or Rescue Rangers, do they? Obviously, in Aladdin, there's like the secret stuff yeah. that is like really way too mature. And I hope whoever did that, like, they have their head on a fucking spike outside of Disney. But, um, there's not there. I would love a game for that idea. All right. Well, of, of like like kid like you think it's kids, but it's ju- it's really really adult. Hmm. But in but with Applebee's menu items, is there a way that we could get like maybe sort of a talking squirrel in there who he's like very sassy and he loves to make jokes about nuts? All right, you're joking about Conquer. Here's the thing about Conquer. Mm-hmm. They made two Conquer games, right? Main entry series Conquer games. Well, Main that's a Conquer misconception. There was a Conquer game for the Game Boy Color. Okay, that's what I'm going to get to. They made Conquer for fucking N64, which was like really rude. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they made the other one. They made a remake of that. Like that was Xbox also really one, rude. Yeah. But then there was an Xbox Live Arcade version, I think, and that was another rude game. And those games were very rude and very mature, and they did do this type of humor. But I think, I honestly, Nick, if we did this, I'd want to tone it down from the depths that Conquer took it. Hmm. Um, and then they made a Game Boy Color game that was a kids game. Yeah, Conquer's Pocket Tales. It was like a totally innocent. Like it's it's kind of fucked up because it's really, really, really fucked up. It's mega fucked up. It's like, come by, mommy. I really enjoyed the, the playing the game as the squirrel, and you had to rescue the rabbits, and you threw acorns at your enemies. I would love it. I know I just got this N sixty four. I'd like to play this other one. And then that the, and you boot up the N sixty four, and there's Felicia right there. It'd be like, like if, right, if Mario Odyssey, like suddenly Mario fucks, and there's no precedent for it whatsoever. And there's no, 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 no precedent whatsoever. It's the it was the most buck wild cross media trend ever inscrutable i love this idea of this mature applebee's game and i think maybe let's put a pin in it okay we got a lot of pins this week huh Uh, i have to read this one real quick from detroit matt maybe we get into the speed round territory but here's one detroit matt suggests a spider-man game with a morality system where one end of the spectrum is spider and the other one is man and as you move down the spectrum you either turn into a spider or lose your powers so Just sure. So let me let me give you a for instance. Junk mail suggested that like every, you go into a conversation, you could say hello and you get plus one human points, or you could suck his blood and you get plus one spider points. And so it's kind of like a Mass Effect kind of renegade system where you're behaving either like a man or like a spider, uh, and there are consequences to that. Two things. One, I'm a hundred percent sure this has existed in a game before, but like moving between the symbiote suit and classic. Spider-Man suit. Oh, Spider-Man and Venom, yeah. Yeah, and I, I like they've made so many Spider-Man games at this point. We should get Justin on the podcast because he's played all of them because he um, is broken inside. Um, also, the other thing is I feel like this also kind of existed in Spider-Man 2, the movie The Game, and like if a fucking like kid is shouting about their, um, their, their, their balloon flying away, mm-hmm. if you go get it, I feel like that's the only thing keeping Spider-Man man. Cause like a lot, I, I did it the first ten times. And I was like, "Fuck that!" No, I'm gonna go surf on a car and like punch somebody out of it. Yeah, that was my, that was definitely me moving towards the spider. By the end of Spider Man Two, I was getting into situations where it was like, "Oh, this dude's like about to jump off a building, but I'm supposed to meet Mary Jane for a date at the cinema." And also, this is the fourth dude who's been trying to jump off a building on this one trip down Midtown. Yeah, like, I can't save Spider Man. You can't save everyone when you're Spider Man. Uh, this one's from Cool James Inc. Who says, "Just Call of Duty." It's just Call of Duty, except one copy of the game super isn't. Oh, so what's that? What? How do we? What's that one copy going to be? Like, how do um, we? How do we set it apart? What's the most surprising thing that could show up on your TV screen if you open your new Call of Duty case? You stick I mean, it in your Xbox One S, yeah, and you boot here's, it up. Here's what I'm. I think would be a cool social experiment. And I'll talk to, I know some folks at Activision, we'll see if we can get this to go through. Obviously they're a publisher, not a developer, but I think that they would have almost more say in this um, process because of this. Mm-hmm. What if 50% of the boxes for Call of Duty World War II actually had Battlefield 1 inside? And we saw how many people were like, wait a minute. And how many people were just like, love this new Call of Duty. It's a bold new direction. Also, I think that's maybe they missed which war it was by a couple decades. They were off by one war. They were off by approximately one world war. 
This one's fun. It's from Dr. Professor Doctor, who says you are a ghost and must help a loser have a great dates, have great dates by possessing different people. Examples, on a date at a restaurant, possess the chef and make sure the food is great. Or maybe their waiter to make sure the orders are right. They're out dancing. Possess the person you're helping to make them dance really good or the DJ to make sure the song is good. It's kind of like a ghost trick, but like way low stakes. Yeah. What What is the experience like for the p- possessee, though? Are they like, do they just think that they got good I at think dancing? They're in, I think they're in hell. Like their spirit. <laughs> is in hell that's that's kind of my fear that was what i was hoping was not the case because so they they snap back to reality and there go gravity there goes gravity because they die i think they die like i think once your your ghost leaves them their body falls to the ground dead this sucks man this isn't you're so you're not helping them you take over the chef you take over the chef and the chef is like all right a big bowl of pasta just for you enjoy and then the ghost leaves the chef and the chef is dead you're in a you're in a weird mood today griffin (laughs) It's just so fucking like I'm just tired of going around getting all these coins all the time. Yeah, I know you it's you want like a dark game. I get that, but this this seems like too scary for me. What if they're only dead for 1 year? Okay, so they they wake up in a coffin because they definitely in got a coffin. <laughs> too scary for me i can't oh too man scared. how fucking like i know but isn't it good to be scared sometimes like you're a, every game is yoshi has yoshi in it and it's like More that can be fun but just like in moderation i also want shadow the hedgehog sometimes shadow the hedgehog is a fucking banging game for this very reason he did have a gun in it yeah uh trans canada highway suggests puyo puyo tekken <laughs> so puyo puyo tetris yeah. But you're maybe you're swapping back and forth between. Man, this is a fucking cool so, idea. Okay, actually. but what's the so so Tetris and Puyo like affect each other? Because when you get a Tetris and Tetris or a, a chain or combo and Puyo, you send shit to the other. How does that how does that relationship reflect in Tekken? Is it like if you get a ten hit combo in Tekken, it drops bricks in Tetris? Or? Yeah, yeah. So like okay. well, my favorite mode in Puyo Puyo Tetris is swap mode, where every like fifteen seconds or so, you both go from playing Puyo Puyo to playing. Te- like Tetris in this one you would be playing Puyo Puyo you would try to set up a chain so that it can happen in the background while you're while you're fighting and then it swaps and then all of a sudden you're both punching and kicking each other so maybe your health meter in Tekken is tied directly to the amount of like junk pieces that have fallen or have like pushed you up to the top of the screen in Puyo Puyo this isn't even funny this is just a good idea it's a good fucking game yeah this stra- this is one from here's one from Trashman fifty four who says a strategy game where you play a magician who actually is a witch or wizard and you have to plan and execute shows without revealing this fact. I the shows have it. to be magical enough to delight the audience, but not so magical that you are outed as a sorcerer. And I love this because there's a really clear arc for the difficulty over the course of the game. Like eventually you get to the point where the audiences they're fickle and they want more and you need to keep like escalating it, but you don't want to escalate it so much. You, you don't, don't want to get on your ma- the, yeah. the real transported man shit in the prestige where people are like, I don't even know what happened. I, there was no showmanship. You just literally made a man turn into a goose and there's no, like you need to feign <laughs> fucking, you need How to feign. How much better. That movie's amazing. How much better would it, I feel like you're always talking about this film and always putting music from it and carboys and shit. Yeah. Um, how much better would it have been though if the whole transported man thing was uh uh who was that a christian bale yeah walks into one door throws a ball and shuts it and then the other door opens up Honk. and there's just a fucking <laughs> the ball rolls past the goose. It's a goose and then fucking that the old the old man is like i've never seen anything like it before it was just a fucking goose right there didn't catch the ball or nothing it's not a bad Michael Caine. Um, it's, a, it's a very bad Michael Caine. It's a pretty good Michael Caine. Don't sell yourself short. How much better would it be if every Christopher Nolan movie had a character turn into a goose? It would It would improve Inception quite a bit. It would improve all three Batmans, I think, a great deal. Just like he fucking like falls down the pit or whatever and like Bane breaks his back and when he wakes up, he's just a goose. It's like, he'll never get out of this pit. It's like, fuck you, I'm a goose. Honk, bye. Flap, 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 flap. <laughs> can wait can a go- i know a goose can like kind of fly somewhat can a goose do a direct vertical like i don't think a goose can veto out of a pit <laughs> i don't think a goose is veto yeah a goose can't veto out of a pit unfortunately i don't want to spoil i'm going to spoil the end of this movie though it's it's a different person christian bale and the goose are two different people interesting so he's you're saying he's not really turning into a goose He's just got a goose that he like. He has got a goose even... that's dressed up as him that like hangs out with his wife and. 
I feel like you don't love me today. <laughs> I feel like you don't love me today. I feel like you only love bread. You only love crumbs. <laughs> this is the first time Cool Games Inc. has ever made a movie. It's called The Prestige Goose. And I like it a good deal. This is a good movie, though. Maybe, may, oh, man. And then the other guy's like, well, I want to do it. And so he tries to train a goose, but the goose keeps fucking biting him. And the goose, like, um, uh, uh, the goose fucking, like, I don't know, bites one of the other guy's fingers off. That's in the original movie. Fuck, this is good. Mm. The Prestige, colon, goose. Goose. And he's like, but he buys the machine from 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 David Bowie, who I think we could like um, CGI in, mm-hmm. right? Like they did uh, 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 Carrie Fisher in the Rogue One movie. And I think we, I think what we do is just like have him be like invent this big <laughs> trash can machine that when you get into it, half the time you're still there, but the other half is a, a goose comes out. I love this idea too of like he gets really frustrated because this goose turning into a machine isn't working and then he walks outside and in the backyard there's like there's 250 geese. Oh no! There's like 75 dead geese yeah. and 75 dead hymns. There's 75 like, dead uh, whatever is uh, shit. Hugh Jackman's. Just imagine the final shot of the movie and there's like that you hear that like are you watching closely and there's a, like a room full of containers with geese suspended. Geese and Jackman's just floating. Oh my god what a good movie. I'm so glad we decided to abandon the video game shit and get into film production. It was the right move at the right time for Cool Games Inc. This is not a parody, by the way. If, 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 if we're gonna get written up, right, in in fucking Hollywood Reporter and all that shit, and they're gonna call us a parody, and no. I'm gonna get so pissed off. Mm-hmm. This isn't a parody. This is a bold new vision. It's a. It's really like. I mean, if if we're at the point now where we can be rebooting the Spider-Man franchise every four years, I think enough time has passed that we can make a prestige reboot with a goose angle to it. Fucking Interstellar, just like. One of the planets is a big goose. No, that's not good. We'll that's figure it out, good, though. But we have time. I mean, right now, we're going to be we working on this. This goose prestige project is going to take up the next three years of our lives. We have time to think about which Nolan property we adapt next. This is very, very good. You know, he's working on like a World War II movie right now. All right. All right. Goose that up. It's Anne Hathaway is an accomplished actress. I would love to see her work alongside just sort of a finicky goose mm-hmm. who's just trying to save the earth for his kids. Just trying to save the earth for his kids. He makes a lot of tough decisions along the way. I'm, I will say, and I know I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, and I also I think there's a lot of potential with a lot of these properties. For our goose version of Inception, I think if we yeah. take that iconic Hans Zimmer track and replace the bah with just a long yeah, goose just honk. Yeah, a long honk. That's good. That's very also, good. Also, one other thing. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, you can stay. Everybody else is fucking geese. Every, every, mm, every, back to every back other wall to wall geese, huh? Wall to wall fucking geese. Is there a goose? Which means there's the... going to be a fucking hallway rotating fight scene between JGL. Just a bunch of geese tumbling around in a hallway with Joseph Gordon Levitt. As Joseph Gordon Levitt just punches the fucking shit out of them. <laughs> Throwing geese at other geese. I have, to, I have to ask before we wrap up is there a memento angle? A... Did he do memento? He did memento, yeah. That was him. I never knew that. I think that was his second movie. He had like a black and white movie that I haven't seen. And then he, oh, by made the way, I appreciate that you've never seen any movies unless Christopher Nolan. Here's made the them. thing. At the end of the day, I am like, I am a fucking nerdy young white dude in his mid twenties. I literally, I physically can't not watch not every see, Chris Nolan movie. It's, it's legally just, required. I know it's, I, I have no, it's not even up to me. Um, I, there's a problem with this. I think we got to skip Memento and you know why? Huh? As I mean, it's an obvious problem. You can't tattoo a goose. That's, you just can't do it. I've, I think in Guy 2001, Ritchie, that would have been hard. I think in 2017, we've got enough CGI action going I on. That, mm, mm, I want to go practical uh, for all of our uh, goose work. It's important to me, right? It's important to me, part, mostly because I have 10,000 geese. And I need to get I need to get through them somehow. Okay, it was a so bad investment. I mean, now that you're telling investment. me this, I kind of wish you had led with that because I'm starting to wonder if this whole project, this whole creatively fulfilling and I think interesting hey, project. Bub, this is this is Hollywood. Scratch my back, I'll scratch these geese. It's starting to feel like this is sort of a a goose demolition pipeline that you're setting up. Like you're you have all these geese, and for you, this Chris Nolan 
uh, goose, not parody, but goose reimagining thing. Exploration. Is, exploration is maybe just a way for you to offload a lot of these geese that you're currently, I'm assuming, housing and feeding and, and keeping. Like, oh, shit. I got to feed them. Fuck. Hold on. Wait. I'll be right back. You just can't tattoo a fucking gooseneck. You try to do, you try to do, they'll just, they squirm and they fly away and they make a horrible ruckus. And it's like, it's for the movie. Guy did it. Guy Ritchie did it. He did all those tattoos in that movie. He, he still has those to this day. It's why you haven't ever seen him in anything else. <laughs> he can't, they ruined him. He was like, this is my last one. Cause you're going to ruin me with tattoos. Mm. Um, hey, thank you for listening to Cool Games Inc. Sorry we made a movie this time. We did accidentally. We did, but it's... Well, it was either this or a very ad- adult Applebee's fighting game. Yeah, I think between the two, we made the right call. Um, thanks to everybody who tweets about the show. If you can leave us a review on iTunes, we sure do appreciate that. Um, we have lots of animations that you can find on the Polygon YouTube channel, yep, youtube.com slash Polygon. Uh, we also have a video of the last episode that went up that um, was really fucking fun. Yeah, and, live you know, action. I, um, I wish we could do more videos, Nick. I mean, live, like, in person. I know. Obviously, we do fucking videos every well, day, Well, you know, basically. E3 is coming up in just, like, fucking 40 days or some crazy low number oh, like yeah. that. So, um, thank you. If you want to submit your ideas to Cool Games Inc., go to reddit.com slash r slash Cool Games Inc. There'll be a thread pinned up there at the top. And thank you to the moderators of the Cool Games Inc. subreddit, uh, Fox103, Trilobite, uh, my name is Nerf, for, like, making that thread each week and helping us organize all this stuff because it really makes our lives a... Yeah, it makes a huge difference. A lot um, easier. Uh, also, something that I realized we haven't mentioned in a while because I see a lot of people asking about it. Um, our theme song is Social Science by Maxo. Oh, uh, yeah. Available on Bandcamp. It's a, a pay-what-you-want track, and it's uh, the full version of the track is a banger. So if you've heard that theme song and wondered what it is and if you, you can have it on your your iPod Nano, uh, just Google Maxo, M-A-X-O, Social Science, and give it a click. Take a download. Maxo is one of like four people I follow on SoundCloud. He is, he is the absolute best. That's a good way to live. That's that's a good. That's living. a really good way to live. Um, I think that's it. Thanks for listening. Until next time, I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. No problem. Fine. <laughs>